This podcast is for the sales professionals at every level. If you want to convert more prospects into paying customers, then you're in the right place. Because Joe has spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. corporations and a lot of different industries he's done a lot with the automotive industry but he has done a lot with a lot of different industries when he's talking to you what I want you to do is I really want you to think about how can you take what he says apply it to your business your industry and your your style if you're not a perfect person don't pretend to be a perfect person if you're not you know uh Andy Frisella, don't be Andy Frisella. Be fucking Joe. It's Dave Meltzer for some Q&A for the day. Hi, Joe. Good to see you. You guys ever go buy a car and you don't know how to not get screwed at a car dealer? Ask Joe, the BDC genius, Ingram. And that, that's my bread and butter where I come yeah, from. But course. like, I love, like, I always like, I love like what Joe does. Hey, Joe, Ingram, tell, tell everybody where they can find you and tell everyone where they're going to be. Because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who have seen you on here before, and they see you on social, and you know you're keeping it real. You're keeping it real with, with good stuff. So tell everybody where they can find you and where. Oh, Ingram has the his uh, very powerful sell techniques. If you're in the auto industry, I'll definitely contact him. But he's a great guy. He knows all the tricks and the tricks in the auto industry business. So hit him up. Welcome to War Game Wednesday. It's good to see you guys on. We are live on Facebook. Larry Schneider's out there. Edna, we've got five, ten people that are jumping on out there. Everybody here on the inside, fantastic. Thanks for showing up. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, and I'll make myself brighter. Oh, yes, as it comes in. Um, you couldn't be I much brighter, focus. Joe. I, you know, Mike Phillips, it's always so good to see you. Do you guys remember me crying last week because Mike didn't make it? Everybody nod. Yes, yes. Joe was upset. He t- he texted me to send him pictures of me being upset, so he knew it. But so, guys, what I want to talk about today is right now we are living in a world that we can always stop and say it's pretty chaotic, and there is stuff coming at you in from every side, and we never really know what is true and what is not. I have, to, I have to jump over for a second. Ken Walls, welcome to War Games. Yes. Hi, Don Fox. The uh, When you guys look at this, right now, there are so many things that hit us constantly. Okay? If you watch the Netflix documentary before you canceled it, um, that was the social dilemma, right? It says, we are we are watching everything you do. The algorithm is putting out everything that you like designed to keep you on a site, designed to keep you out there. And it's built that way. And it's running free. And so whatever you believe you're going to find more of, that has to do with products as well. So the easiest thing for me, I love playing an algorithm to get me what I'm looking for. So for my house, I say, you know what? I want to put a patio outside. 
So I'll go search for a patio and then I'll just start clicking on things. I'll just start clicking as it goes through because then I know I can jump over to Instagram and I know I'm going to have 10 or 11 ads in my feed in the, you know, the first three swipes that's going to say, hey, here are people that do patio covers. And so you can use this to your advantage any day. But what I, what I look at and say is that we don't have a lot of time nowadays to actually build a relationship with a person. And everybody says you got to have a relationship to get somebody to buy. And I don't think you have to have the relationship to get somebody to buy. What you have to have is their attention. And if you can get their attention, then you are going to win because of the fact that you're, you've got them paying attention to you. Uh, I was listening to Ken Walls and occasionally I pay attention. Right. And he was saying that Grant's answer was, you know, the money follows the attention. But to me, the answer is, if I want your attention, I'm going to explain something to you. I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to offer you something so that you can sit back and learn. And there is no threat in learning. So nobody's going to sit back and go, oh my gosh, I can't learn. No, it's impossible. I don't want to do that because if we do it correctly, it's going to be me offering to educate you on something. That's what's going to get me in the door for someone. That's what's going to get me to grab their attention is providing the value. It used to be a long time ago where the answer was, you got to buy it so you can see if it works for you. Today, that's not it. Today is not what we have out there. The answer is, let me go through and show you how this can be, can be useful to you. Let me explain to you what is out there and what's coming with everything that I'm going to put together in a package. So if you look at almost every sales funnel that's out there, it starts with a video of somebody explaining to you what the product does. So my question is, are you explaining to your potential clients so that they can in turn feel more comfortable with you to reach out and select from you as everybody else that's out there? I always will tell you, and I have for years, that a confused mind will never click submit. They'll never click that, I want to talk to you. They'll never click, I want, to, I want a demo. I want this. The answer is put out your demo. Take the demo and put it out. Put it out there for somebody to go sit down. They don't have to now. Now you've already jumped ahead in the sales process because you've actually provided them information. Okay, so for somebody, if you're in real estate, I think you should go live at every house. Every house you have, go live, right? If I'm sitting with the Natalie's and Michelle's that are dealing with more, uh, you know, personal information from people, you don't want to go live while you're doing a financial analysis for people. Okay, <laughs> they, they tend to not like that. But what you can do is start the video, explain to them that you're going to record part of it and then explain what you're going to do. So you start the thing by saying, this is what I want you to do. We're gonna stop the video prior to getting into your personal situation, but I wanna sit down and review these things with you. This is what we're going to do. Then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna run an illustration. And that illustration is gonna project out further to what it is that we can do as far as saving you money, earning you money, keeping tax-free for your investments things along that line. It has to be something that you're giving out to somebody today. And it has to be something educational. It has to be something that you can walk away with. Okay. So Casey, you can sit back and say, 
you can send out, do a video really quick that says, here's the five reasons why you would use our site compared to anybody else's. And then jump on and look at all the other stuff, other, other competitors that you have and say, if you're looking for somebody to do contract work for you, I, I'm your obvious choice, right? You don't have to go in through the whole thing by saying, if you do this, this will happen, this and this and this and this. But we got to be able to provide somebody with a peek behind the curtain because no longer are we going to be allowing people to say, oh, just trust me, it works, right? That's been gone for years. And I still hear people all the time talking to people. I was sitting in a, in a dealership the other day, signing up a new client and the salesperson was like, oh no, trust me. It has all that. Trust me. And I'm like, no, we all, we're all Missouri now. It's show me, right? Show me what it is you're doing. So if somebody says, oh, it, does it have this equipment? If I was the guy, I would go, um, can I just text you a picture real quick of the window sticker to show you that it's here? because I only have to do that two or three times before they begin to say, look, he said, yes, it's this. And then he sent me a text and it proved it. Then he said this, and then he sent a text that proved it. There's images that are here that are telling me what you're saying is true. So if what you're saying is true, then guess what happens on the fourth time? Do I have to have the text? No, I don't need it anymore because you've already proven to me that we're actually in this process, but too much, too many times we're trying to sell the top end package. Okay. So we go in and we start selling, I need this, 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 and this. And then what happens is the customer doesn't need it. And it only takes a couple customers to go out and bash you online before there's nobody trusting you for what the, what the product offering is. Okay. So my, my thing to you is to say, can you stop, talk to the client and explain to them what's going to happen? I will tell you when, when it's my company and I sit down, I walked into that dealership the other day, the, somebody found me, she went on LinkedIn, found me, hit the button, submitted a lead to my website. I immediately answered her back because it came in during a time I was sitting on my phone and they were like, wow, that's really fast response. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the name of the game. Right? I can't teach your people to have a fast response if I don't have a fast response. And so I reached out, immediately popped out and said, great, let's set up a, a conversation. Great. Can you come by the, the store? Great. I came down. I sat with them. When I walked in the door, I said, before we go further, before we decide if we're right for one another, I want to tell you what my process is. This is what I plan to do with the staff. This is how I do this. And we have these options. Now you can choose from the menu. Absolutely. But I want to make sure I don't walk in and think, because there's nothing worse than me being the guy who's going to train people on sales. If I walk into the office and I say, um, this is what I'm teaching them. And when they get back to, <laughs> to where they're supposed to do their job, it's an opposite belief of what the manager believes. Right. And so the same thing has to think if we're if we're selling directly to a customer, the answer is let tell the customer exactly what it is you're doing and share with them why it works, why it doesn't. But you're, you have to be real with somebody. And today there there's so many people not real. OK, the only way you're going to gain my trust is by being trustworthy. If that makes sense to anybody. OK. 
too often we're trying to get our own agenda out. Like for me, I write down three words before I start one of these because I don't want to sit down and go, well, building trust can be difficult when you're trying to sell a product or service. And you're going to be like, dude, just send me the link. I'll read it off the page too. Okay. But again, when I sit down and say, I want to talk about educational selling, I'm going to go make sure I have the terminology correct. And I want everybody to take the, the concept of a teacher. So <laughs> this is beautiful. For, for many, many years, I worked in companies where I was running sales teams. And the customer service department always sold products. They always sold products. And why did they always sell products? And they always sat back too and they go, I'm so much better than your sales team. And I'm like, you're not better than my sales team. You're just not expected to sell every day. So when you do sell, it's a good thing. But the reason that they felt comfortable was because they didn't have to sell. They took the pressure off themselves. So when they sat down dealing with the client going, oh, so it doesn't do this. Oh, but you know what does? This does that. We have another product that does that. You know, you can do this through this product. And so now all they did was teach them what it looked like first. That's where I came back with, wow, why are we so busy trying to push something down somebody's throat instead of educating them on our product and the benefit that they're going to get from it? Okay. So I was always taught we have, we have a feature, we have an advantage and we have an event and we have a benefit. Okay. So feature advantage and benefit, which means you don't just say it has this and it'll save you time, right? That's feature and, and advantage, and actually that's your feature and what it is you're going to get out of it. I want to know what's the end result. What's the overall benefit to me? So if you're going to develop something and you want to sell me something, it's going to give me back more time. You're going to have to explain to me what I can do with that time. Okay. You can't just say you're going to have more time, right? We all have the same 24 hours, but this product's going to give you back an hour a day. And then you look at them and go, that's an hour you can spend developing your product. That's an hour you could go home earlier today, right? And spend it with your family. That's an hour that you could focus on higher education and getting yourself that one more, one more class in. Does that make sense? So don't that's an hour you could spend in the war games group, Joe. Do what? It's an hour you could spend in the war games group, right. bro. You could go back through to all the archives on YouTube and look for it. You could go to lead the team on YouTube and check out those videos that was, too. That <laughs> but you could. Yeah, you could say that. Yes. Dude, I got up at like way too early in the morning the other day and turned on Mike Phillips in the morning. So it was a good thing. I, not being up that early was good, but Mike with his video was good. So, but that's what I'm looking at, guys. That's what I'm trying to say is I want to say, what can we do? How can we educate somebody? So if I'm going to say that now, I'm going to tell you, there's several things we can do out on the web for you, right? You can do a podcast. Okay. And I think everybody needs to be doing a podcast. I don't care if you sit back and say to yourself, um, I don't really have that much to say. Okay. The beautiful part about a podcast is when you have something to say, you record it and upload it and it's, it's on there. Okay. One of the things that hit me the other day and it was Ken Walls yelling at me was when I sat back and said, when we talk, I always said, 
What I'm focused on is generational wealth. Okay. That's what moves me. The answer is, is that, is there going to be money that's created after I'm gone for my family? Okay. Now I don't want no snotty little kids thinking that they can do whatever they want. That's not what I'm saying. Right. So I look at it, but I do, I do want to say that. And then it was funny because sitting there the other day, listening to somebody on Ken's show, I was like, the guy said, yeah, well, that's why I wrote my book. That's why I wrote my book. And I was like, the book is beyond you. And I'm like, look at Napoleon Hill. He's still impacting people today from books from way back when I was talking with Lisa Copeland on the LA Tribune thing and she's out there and you have Sharon Lecter come on and Sharon Lecter is like well I wrote this book based on what Napoleon Hill wrote before and I'm like wow that's that's the ticket to getting to the point of what better than to have your your voice in print and out there if you go audible then Great. Guess what? Great grandkids could log on to Amazon and say, here, I just downloaded, you know, great grandpa's book. And this is, I could actually hear him talking. So to me, I was like, wow, everybody here needs to be writing a book. Okay. Everybody here needs to have a podcast. If you say, I don't like the sound of my voice, then do a blog. Okay. But there's things, everything that's coming through, right? I know that Jaime has a life that he lived that's completely different than Casey's, right? For one, just time frame alone. She's so young, right? And so when you look at that, though, but there's so much stuff that he's gone through that he could explain about himself. And if he explained it about himself, it could stop somebody else from making some of the same mistakes. Now, granted, we've lived through our mistakes. So that's a good, good thing to read is that there's something on the other side of it. But if you're not out there putting out, like for Brian, I'd be putting out video blog, right? For you, I'd be out there just snippets of everything you're teaching and you saying, look at the eyebrows, look at this, look at that, right? If I were you, I would make it fun. Grab somebody with you, have them hold their phone up and walk up and do like those interview things that all the night show, nighttime people do. They come up and they're like, hi, do you think that? Yeah, I just, I just listened to one where um, the the millennial was really upset about Trump's kids slaughtering Triceratops and how they got away with it because of their last name. And this person going, it's so wrong. It's so wrong that this happened. I'm like, how do you not know they're talking about dinosaurs? It just doesn't make sense to me. But people are out there. So walk up to them, Brian. You can walk up and go, I bet you, you do this. I bet you this, you do this right? You could sit down and talk to anybody and explain to them their thought process on what it is that they do. And so you, you gave can me go permission grab to them and go out of the that. bushes, right? And just surprise people. Yeah. You just walk up, just walk up and go, Hey, eyebrows. I can tell you, I can tell you based on this, this is that you can walk up You're a speed bump. I can tell, you know, all of these different things. But if you just walked up and got reactions from complete strangers that said, hey, look, this is what I teach and this is what I can tell about you. And if they go, oh my God, you're right. That is me. Okay, then imagine how well that looks on a video that's playing for, for YouTube. Mm -hmm. That's there. 
Casey, anybody who has great results with you and the students that are there, you should jump on a Zoom and record them telling you what it was. Right. And they go, oh, my gosh, the last three people I hired did this, 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 this and this. Right. Because nothing is better than hearing it from your client. Right. It, it doesn't matter that you tell me how great you are. It's with somebody that I don't know who's validating what you have taught them to go through. Okay. And so that to me is there. Anybody else who you're face to face with somebody, Michelle, you go in there, put somebody this great illustration, this whole thing done. And you're like, look, I'm getting them insurance. I'm getting them this. I'm getting it. You got to have to deal with Natalie for insurance. But when you look at it and you go, boom, I got all this stuff done. And then you turn around, you know, you've had people sit across the desk from you crying because of what you have put together. And the fact that you just shined a light at the end of this tunnel called work for them. So when that happens, right? So let them gain composure for a little bit. Then you pull out your phone, turn it sideways, right? And flip it up and go, okay, so now tell me what just happened today and why you feel as good as you do. And let somebody look into the camera and say it. Don't back them against a wall. Don't go, could you stand over here against the white wall and say this? Don't let somebody, like, I, I have several people that are like, can you put together a testimonial video for me? And I'm like, I can. If I'm going to put together the testimonial video, it's going to be me sitting here going, hi, I want to tell you, there's no emotion. There's no drive. There isn't anything where if it's a real live situation that you take advantage of, right? Maria knows, take pictures of the people when they take delivery of their car. Right. When the person is getting their car and they're standing there going, Ooh, yeah. Right. My bride was fantastic at that at the Fiat store. It was mandatory. They pull the car on the showroom. You go in, get your little Fiat. As you stand there, they'd walk up and they had a phone designated for that. And they would just sit down and go here. Tell us real quick. What was it like? Well, they're at the peak of their experience right now. They've got new car smell flying out of the door while they're standing there. And you go, okay, great, boom. And then they, they hit you with, this is what it is. Now, there are people that go, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay, great. Don't do it. That's not a great testimonial. So <laughs> that's, a, that's all you got to do is hold on to the fact that th you have provided value. But I want you to go at it with the intent of educating somebody on your product. And the goal is to educate them in or educate them out. Okay. There isn't a difference. Just educate them in or educate them out. So again, that's all, that's what I'm looking at, right? You don't, the real estate people don't go out there and go put people into homes that are more. Natalie on insurance, don't be writing a whole bunch of stuff that they don't need. Not that you ever would, but yeah, you have your headphones on. So nobody else in the office can hear it. So I'll yell louder next time. But, but again, the goal is what? Think about customers for life. Don't think about customers for now. I want repeat business. I want repeat stuff, right? I have to go do taxes this week with my accountant. And I look down and I'm like, there's like six, six companies that gave me most of everything in 2019. Over half of the business was with these six rooftops six different companies. It's to me, I'm like, great. And the fact that they're still calling for more says that I'm delivering more value than what it is, but it's a match. It's a match. They are acting on what I'm teaching 
and then they get the results and it's a positive. But again, I've been into places, I've sat with people, okay? Like I'm now, I now help a moving company. So people like when you say, I want to get in my car, I, I'm moving to another state. These people come out, pack up your stuff and move everything. I didn't know anything, but they came to me and they said, can we do this? And I said, first thing I got to tell you, I don't know anything about your business. I mean, I know how to handle people over the telephone and I know how to set appointments over the telephone because that's basic stuff. And I said, but I don't know what you do. So I need to learn that first. And then the, the owner of the company said, that's fantastic because every place else I call says, we'll tell you what we're going to do. And I'm like, I can help. I know I can. And they said, that's great. Let me tell you what happened. So I said, give me examples of your phone calls. Give me the, the guys like, here's our password into our Google account that has all the recorded calls. Here's our recorded Yelp calls. Here's all the stuff. Please just help me. Okay. A week into the training, they've doubled their numbers. We haven't even got to the second part of handling objections yet. All we got was actually talking correctly and promoting the company properly through the thing. And so, and he still texts me every week. And he's like, we're still on fire. We're still on fire. I, I can't stop everybody to schedule. I have new hires that I would love to just send them to you. And I'm like, well, they got to drive from LA to here. I'm game. But again, the answer is I'm educating. But anybody can go out and find training of mine on the web, right? I created thegeniuslinks.com. You go there and it's a list of everything I have on the web. It's just a whole, it's just a link tree form. It's just everything that's out there. When you go there, it's going to say here, you want to find the podcast? Do you want to find the YouTube channel? Do you want to find the recordings from this? Do you want to find that? Because again, get yourself out there. Be the one that everybody says, that's where you go to find out about things. Okay. So if I have a question about insurance, then I should be going and sitting down with Natalie and Michelle before anybody. Why? Because they're in the group. Why? They, they already heard everything I'm supposed to say. So when I come down and sit there, I can judge them like I did last week when we went to lunch. Right? So you sit down and go, that's not what you do. You need to do this. You need to do this. Okay? But again, does anybody here understand insurance, benefits, all that stuff? The intricacies of life insurance versus all that stuff. Okay, Robert's like, yeah, I got this much of it. Okay, well, you have two people that know that are here. Now, what if these two people had a podcast where they can explain it legally? Yes. I, ironically, you bring, ironically, Joe, you bring that up. I've got, uh, uh, I'm in the middle of trying to actually increase my life insurance coverage, and I'm dealing with New York Life. And I'm also working with an independent broker trying to figure out which ways to go. And as always, they say, go to the people you know. However, sometimes uh, I choose to not go to people I know because uh, I figure those are the ones. That, oh, because, of, you know, in the car business, they say the, the, the ones you make the most gross on are the people that you know because they trust you, which is great. However, sometimes I choose to go to people I don't trust. For example, I'm in the middle of buying a car for my mom. I've gone to two dealerships that I personally work with, and then I went to a dealership that I didn't work with. Guess who gave me the best numbers? Right. The one that didn't know you and was just trying to earn your business. Absolutely. And so now it comes down to the point where, where does, at what point does loyalty stick around? And if it was a, if it was a minor difference, then I can, okay, I can understand. 
But when you're talking about a significant difference in the two, now it's just like, okay, are you just taking me for a fool? Because Joe, you and I have known each other for how long? And you know, anybody that's come through me to buy a car when I was in the car industry, I would always take care of that because I didn't want to get a bad rap. I wanted to well, make sure yeah. everybody not only got the best my service. My answer isn't you, you make gross profit off of everybody, you know, okay. Right. I'm okay I, if yes. there's small profit made because that's why we do what we do, but it's not about their laydowns take advantage of them. And that's the Correct. issue a lot of people have. But again, yeah. if, if you're looking at something, so if you remember, if I'm playing a game where I want you back, then a little each time makes more sense than a one-time shot. And most Absolutely. people can't think that far ahead. And if they Absolutely. thought far enough ahead, they would say, oh, this makes more sense that I actually take care of customers. But again, my answer too is going to be, who is it that you feel comfortable with in that situation? If you went online and saw 10 videos, right? Michelle put out one today. I saw her saying, I can answer your questions out on the IG, right? She was out there putting that stuff out. That's only going to add credibility for her. That's only going to add it because people are going to say she's not hiding. She's not saying, she's saying I'm an expert and you can come talk to me, right? When I look at it and I go, if somebody told, asked me, well, I, I want to go in and I want to get a 3D rendering of my building. Who do I talk to? Right. I'm going to go grab Jaime. I'm going to say, you need to talk to the Colonel. That's what he does. Why? Because that's what he's explained to all of us that he's done. Right. For anybody who knows Jaime, you go, this is what he does for a living. I'm going to go there and I'm going to find that person. Now he goes, I'm in New Mexico. Well, that's going to be a little off. Right. But it doesn't mean that he can't find you somebody. Right. It doesn't mean he, he can probably overcharge you to come out and do it himself. Right. You want to pay for the real expertise. But when you look at that, the answer is going to be we play long term, but it's no longer about holding our cards against our chest. It's about us putting out the information now. Don't put out anything that's going to get you in trouble. Okay. But if Frank was out at, at a showing of a house, or even when he walks through the first time, he can walk through and go, This is my first time going through and look at it. You're going to have people that will share that to somebody. I know automotive, the numbers are one out of every three people has a friend, family worker, or coworker that's going to be buying a car in 90 days. Okay. So one of the three people sitting there has somebody else, not them buying. It's going to be friend, family, or coworker that's going to be buying a car. Are you the person whose mind they come up with? When somebody says, oh, yeah, I got to go get this. Yes, it's always Maria. Yes. So when you look at it, right, you say, okay, are they thinking of you? I tell you guys all the time, I laugh because the people that think of me think of me after they bought their car. Right? Robert gets that too. Can I show you my contract? Tell me if I got a good deal. Wouldn't it have been better to start with me instead of going with after the fact? It, right? Isn't that the truth, Joe? Yeah. And you go, you have to, you, I tell you guys too, I'm just going to say, yeah, it's a great deal. You feel good? You're good. Okay. Can't do anything now. At, yeah. Or at the, actually when they're at the FNI office, they call you. Yes. So, but I'm okay if car? that happens, right? I'm okay. I'm like, if you walk in the dealership, let's just hand me the phone. And we'll talk to the person. Okay. But again, after the fact is too late. And so 
I would rather work with somebody that I trust. I'd rather work with somebody that I can go out and find a web presence for that's pretty, pretty loud, right? If that person is out there and you can search for them and find them, then it means they're not hiding. It means they have nothing to hide. That's what 2020 has put us into. If you, if you have a significant web presence and I can search and find you, then you must be reputable to begin with. And that's where you say, can I find each and every one of you out there on the web? It's called the zero moment of truth. What was that, Mac? Google calls it the zero moment of truth. Absolutely. That's exactly it. If I, like for me, it sucks. If you type in Joe Ingram, you get the poker player, Joey Ingram. He out SEOs me everywhere. Okay. I feel you but, on that. I am not a saxophonist. True. Dude, I got two Mike Phillips that are friends on Facebook, and one of them's really out there. And I always I've think, got, what happened to Mike? No, yeah. I, I, and since, since you and I have done more on Facebook, I now have two more friends that are Mike Phillips on Facebook. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, he, he set up a original. separate account just so he can say things. And you're Joe, you can uh, change your last name to mine, brother. You know nobody has my last name. Oh, yeah, that's true. Even you don't have your own last name. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> he just puts the initial on everything he does. Yeah, okay, we're, we're at 232. My question to you guys is, do you have any questions I can answer for you live? Because then I'm going to teach you one other thing. Um, so, Joe, I know you and I, I do. If you have a minute to help me out. So the, the one of the things that I, I spoke to you about uh, recently was getting into the coaching aspect of it, right? Um, it's one of my passions to help people out and, uh, you know, to help people with, with traumatic, whatever it is, to get through life because life is tough right now. So how do you, how do, you do that? I mean, I, I get it. I see coaches online. They go on Instagram. They post this, that, giving free information out, say, okay, contact me if you want some one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? So when the time does come where I am ready to start doing that, how do you, how do you do it where people come to you based off of the information you give? Do you just, I mean, I look at like Lisa, Lisa Morano, uh, Moreno, Morano, I think that's her name. Uh, then there is, there's a bunch of different coaches out there, obviously. And you being one of them as well. There's, there's thousands of coaches out there. Right. Okay. So how do you, how do you stand out? Is my I guess was my question, and I, I I always love to stand out. So it's how do you how do you take yourself out from this box, right? Of of coaches, and you're outside of the box. Can I answer that? Go for it, man. Uh, you want to do a three by three grid. You want to do starting with the exact order of how. You want three how videos. You want three why videos, and you want three what videos. And each of these, you want way more how videos or uh, why videos for, I'd say, 15 how, uh, why videos, 10 um, how videos, and then five what videos, and using that, that variation and ratio throughout. Now, when you do that, they only need to be a minute long, no, ma no more, no less, and you can just do selfie mode, just right up, pop it on the screen, shoulder to shoulder with somebody, ask them a question, get their gravitational pull from their authority and into yours uh, and go from there. But uh, that's what you want to do is just a quick one minute videos and um, try to get yourself to a hundred day challenge. Just one, one minute video a day, primary with um, how, why, or um, why, how, and then what, in that precise order. 
and you only sell and, and call to action on the what videos, but you could still get them to understand and you could build up lead magnets and understand what could be in a presentation or an irresistible offer using the how and the, um, the why videos. You're telling your why, you're explaining why you're in this industry, why you're the expert, why they should go to you. You're telling them how they can do this, how they should do this, the, the you know, most people do this, they should be doing this, the mindsets, all this other stuff. And then comes to the what's, what they can do, where they can get access, all that. Go ahead. Okay. So so basically what you're saying is once the time is ready, I'm going to be contacted because that actually, that is great information. I've never heard it being put that way. So uh, if you don't mind, man, when the time comes, I'm definitely reaching out to you. Uh, I'll connect the two of you. So I appreciate it, Joe. Text. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. That's great information. Thank you. Okay. Mike Phillips. I have a question and or comment because you commented two things and I think this will help with Robert's question also. You were talking about podcasting, whether it's podcasting or blogging or whatnot. One of the things for anybody and especially when I started it, oh, my wife just brought me cookies. That's a win. That's a <laughs> um, good thing. Did she bring enough for the rest of the class? Yeah. I mean, I can show them to you and then it's <laughs> like you have them. I mean, clearly Josiah is working against me when it comes to cookies. But, right. Um, so, you know, one of the biggest things is consistency. When and you're there's no the treadmill with Josiah. That's what's funky. Yeah. Yeah, it is consistency. So if oh, you're going to okay. do a podcast, if you decide like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast and you start sharing the information, one of the unique things, because like I didn't set out to be a coach, but I have people contacting me on multiple things. How do you start a podcast? I have people contacting me on, you know, faith based uh, questions. I have people contacting me on leadership stuff. And part of it is because I just put my passion into the podcast and I made sure I was consistent about it. So I have four different podcasts. And some of them um, start out with, you know, some of them start out with like what what Mac was saying. Okay, well, what's the the why, the what, the how, and and you go go through those pieces. And some of them are simply conversational. But what happens is, individuals will connect with you. Oftentimes, like for all of us as salespeople, we want to figure out like how can I connect with everybody, right? I want to cast this huge net. And so, like what Robert, what you were asking is like, how do I get to connect? How how do I get people contacting me? And I, I had an interview with a guy on one of my podcasts. His name's Evan Carmichael. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with him. He does top 10 lists on YouTube. And he made the comment to me. He goes, dude, what you need to do is just interview people one-on-one. -on -one. Start giving out free coaching one-on-one, -on -one, but record it. And then what happens is you can take that one minute or five minute video, like what Mac is saying, of when they get that aha moment. You're coaching someone genuinely on a one-on-one -on -one basis and then you can capture them uh, having that epiphany, having that moment. And you just start okay, putting okay. that stuff out. You start putting that stuff out for free. Because if it benefits that one person, it's going to benefit somebody else. And then other people start right. seeking you out as well. But the, you, you know, the biggest thing, like what Joe's saying with podcasting or blogging or whatever venue you choose to go through, what I've found is it has to be consistent you know so if you're going to do a podcast once a day then it has to be once a day if it's going to be once a week then it has to be once a week the biggest thing is you can't miss it because people start to have that expectation expectation and and the irony is even if you know we all have busy lives we, the irony is we end up like oh hey i'm going to miss this one monday you'll lose part of your audience from that so gotcha. you know for for whatever it is like you were saying earlier joe i i had an idea for um for a podcast one time, I'm not a realtor, 
but me and a friend were joking and, and we never followed through with it. He was a realtor and he wasn't something he wanted to do. So anyone here could take this and, and run with it. But we were going to, we were going to do a podcast called real talk or uh, like real talk with realtors at the coffee shop or something along those lines and just go sit at a coffee shop and randomly. You're going to make it people... a catchy title though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, catchy. <laughs> yeah. But you, say, go you sit might as well the, just put Robert's last name up there. Go sit at the That'll coffee catch shop. Everybody's attention. Right. Go sit at the coffee shop. And when random people come in, you start your podcast talking to the camera and then somebody will come in and you grab them at random. Like you said this to Brian, be like, Hey, listen, you know what? I'm a realtor and I sell houses and I don't know if you own a house or you don't own a house or you rent or whatever the deal is. What's the number one question you would have and literally catch people flat footed. And if you're doing it as a, a video or live or recorded or whatever it is, you could probably get some real gold like that. And then you start sharing that out online and people are going, wow, this guy's really an expert. He can take somebody that doesn't even know they're going to talk to him and, and produce something from it. So, you know, I, I remember Gary V saying that one time is like, Hey, just come up with a podcast idea and go stand on the street corner and start it. Right. And, you know, so with the three by three grid that I was just outlining, by the way, I did put it in the chat for you guys. Uh, the- yeah, I saw that. Cool, I man. appreciate that. So so understanding too, right? And this goes for everybody, right? So if if the only authority I know for 3D house maps and things like that is Jaime, if Jaime did a YouTube video showing other people how to do it, right? And saying, look, this is how you do the, this is how you get the camera. This is the camera I recommend. Put a link in there. That's an affiliate link to get you over to wherever they buy it. And you say, this is how you should do it. He becomes the authority. There are plenty of people out there that only want to work with the authorities. But if they you don't want to use that authority to go, you have to use that three by three grid. If you're always going of with course. The, what's what's, that's what's, just selling, selling, selling. That's never going to work. You're not right. Gonna... But like when you look in automotive space. So in the automotive space, we say, great, new car comes out. You grab the guy who knows the most about the car or the girl, you have them go outside and you have them do the walk around on the vehicle, which is explaining all of the new features. That's an evergreen video. It can stay up and make you an authority, right? For years afterwards, because somebody is listening, checking it because they bought the car you just did that on that's used, right? And so they go, oh, it's 2020, but I'm going to go look for the 2015 vehicle walk around or, you know, explaining this vehicle. That video is still getting views and is still listed there. And that's going to help that person as being at least the authority within their own rooftop, you know, as much as what they could be on the web. But there's some vehicle ones out there that there's 30, 40, 50,000 views of somebody from five years ago who explained what a car does. But you could do the same thing in every one of the things that are out there. That just happens to be, right, one of the videos that you're going to put out. It's not the only video that's going to make you successful, right? I agree. Follow the grid. Put your put your stuff out. If you look, there's so many different things. Look at all the different topic points we cover in war games, right? I once haven't talked to you guys about, you know, what to do when you wake up in the morning. Okay, but inside joke for some of you mckay got it yeah so when when you look at it right it's i'm not gonna do three four shows of the same thing we're gonna say that you guys need to 
You guys need to be focusing on what you can do today that's going to build your brand in the positive light moving forward in the direction you want to do it because you have to have those people coming to you. And until you have a story worth telling, tell the story you have, but get it out there and go through. There are things that I look at something and I'm going to see it different than, than Galki sees it. It's going to be different than Max sees it. Max got that. That's actually a picture of Max's brain behind him on the, on the wallpaper, right? Look at mine. So much smoother, America. Okay. But when you look at that, everybody's going to see. You're saying I'm not American, bro. I'm just saying, bro, I got a flag in mine. That's all I'm saying. So when you look at that, (laughs) what is it? What is it? You're going to give your own unique spin so you can find your own tribe. You can find the people that will relate to you and you don't have to work so hard. But if all of what you're putting out ahead of time is more of what is really you and what you offer and why you should come work with me, then you're going to find more people that reach out to you that are going to match what you what you have and what you you do. Wow, Millennium Falcon. I like hey, that. Joe, Mike Phillips came up. If you're going to bring in a confidential informant to hide their face in the dark, they shouldn't have your last name there, right? We know who that is. Yes, exactly. Yeah, she that's that's her hiding in the back. So, but it's okay because she puts it on. She's not listening, right? So Netta, we're talking about you. See, she's on the phone. The good thing is, what's surprising is Maria hasn't taken a phone call yet. So, Joe, that'd be something I just put together on a PDF uh, for my own masterclass that I'm working on. Is all about this uh, zero moment of truth and product led growth, customer success, led, uh, building experts, as well as the three by three video grids uh, outlined with you know how you bite down uh, the time frames of those one minute videos, all that. Uh, I wouldn't mind sharing my screen and getting into that and giving guys some education if you want next week or something. Yeah, we're we're out of time on this one, but we can schedule a time later where yeah, we I wasn't tackle that. Yeah, now, that's what I'm saying. Later. Yeah, so I don't want to keep everybody going past yeah. where we're at. So I try to keep them at 40 minutes. We're a little over at this point in time, but yeah. So I just uh, wanted to let you know for future notice. I, I appreciate cool. you, Mac. I really do. So uh, I'm gonna tease you guys with something I just found. So Joe Soto sent over a link the other day. It's called Profile Mate. I can send a link to you guys if you want it, or I'll put it in the War Games group. But so you go in. I just did it. So I went in there and I plugged in a profile on Instagram of a celebrity. Okay. So I went in and plugged it in there. It goes through and it checks every single public account that's following that person and pulls phone number and email based off of their public Instagram profile. I'm building a list like this. So it's processed a thousand users off of this. I can do 2000 a day. And it says it found 120 business accounts and there's 80 emails that are coming in. So, but all you do, I mean, as I was sitting here, I was thinking, bing, downloaded a CSV file as I'm sitting here. So it's, it pulls it up and it runs it and it's pretty cheap. So just text me if you want it and I'll send it to you. But to me, it's the fastest list builder you can have right? To put it out there. So you go through, you, you and it's anybody's Instagram page that's not private. There's a great deal right now on AppSumo. It's AppSumo.com slash contact in bio. I love AppSumo. I'm on there all the time. I get their emails every day and I have to read and go, am I going to go grab that one? Or not? I mean, there's but, actually one on there that competes with what you do with the 3D tours. 
Yeah, Jaime. So I you saw that buy it. Oh, wait, no. Don't you want to go buy them and shut them down, bro. There you go. You can get in there cheaper now, Jaime. But <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm going to say thanks for jumping on, spending your Wednesday with me. I do appreciate you all. And as always, go sell something. Thanks. Bye, buddy. This is the Sales Genius Podcast. It's only a numbers game if you want educated. It's time to get educated. Let's go. Educated.